0: Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Benjamin Hockman. He is toasted ravioli, a Nelly Lyric, and Becky Queen of <laughs> Carpets. He is St. Louis, a modern sports columnist for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. He strives to put topics in a context that helps us understand sports in a new and very Benjamin way. Hello, darling. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. This is cool. This is way cool. I think the last time we like hung hung mm-hmm. was at your wife, Angela's awesome, fun movie yes. that was made, Must Fool Everyone.
1: Yeah, my wife, Angela, LaRocca Hockman, is a director. And she you is. and I met on, on set. Yes. Uh, we were both... Uh, I, 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 I don't, did you have a speaking role? I did not.
0: Okay. I had a... I was an extra... Coffee
1: house extra. Okay, so uh, I
0: was in the back, but I had very a ex- lot of expressions.
1: Oh yeah, no question. And I remember you brought your daughter and her friends. They were yes,
0: there the oh the whole group. We we had so much. fun. Yeah. it was a blast.
1: I uh, I had a small role in the movie. I was uh, fortunate to be cast in the movie as Cousin Anthony. You were hilarious. Thank you, thank you. It was a, it was a stretch. I had to play a goofy dork. <laughs> Yeah, it was a stretch. That's
0: what I heard. You're yeah. just so not goofy dork in real
1: life. I would love, I always wonder, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, or like, oh, he 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 plays all these amazing roles. Right. He can do anything. He's the greatest chameleon of all time. Have Daniel Day-Lewis play, like, a quirky dork in a right. movie. Or have him, you know what I mean? Or, I
0: don't think he has. I I think think, well, of mo- course he Most of his movies are all, like,
1: Good. So serious. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like I, I, I say good. Like he's in these like, serious movies. Like, have him put. He's he, he's retiring because he's done it all. No, no, no. Put no. Daniel Day Lewis on a rom com.
0: Yeah, there Prove you go. Prove that you can
1: do that, Daniel Day Lewis. All
0: right, Daniel Day. Hope you're listening, yeah. man.
1: That's, honestly, <laughs> oh, I, I've I've mastered acting. Oh, I've done Lincoln and Last of Mohicans and and My Left Foot. Uh, all right, I do Fools Gold with Let's Matthew see McConaughey. You do comedy,
0: buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so today I'm super honored you're here because it's a pretty special day, right?
1: Yeah, what are the odds of this three hundred and sixty-five of the whole year? Yes. And the day of my book release. My book, the Big Fifty, the, the St. Louis 50. Cardinals.
0: Tell us about it.
1: it. It's today. Today's the book release. It's, I know. It's uh well, it's, honestly, it's, a, to, it's
0: on Amazon. I it saw is. it, so yay.
1: Just go, if you're just Google Big 50. Cardinals. Boom. Big 50 Cardinals. You'll and find it. Benjamin Hockman is my name and I wrote this book. It's it, basically I've been working on this book my whole life in a, in a weird way. You know, I'm from St. Louis and I grew up of course like most people in this town just like having baseball nourish me, yes. you know, and it's just it's been part of my soul, part of my being, part of my dorkiness, part of my personality <laughs> um, for my whole life and I was a sports columnist for the Denver Post, and when the job opened in St. Louis, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'll come home. I'll do this." Yeah. And, uh, Did
0: you miss us?
1: I missed. I missed. Honestly, I mean, I missed a lot of things that make our town great. A lot of things I think people overlook because they're kind of stuck in the the St. Louis-ness of it all, right? And they don't realize how cool we have it here um so i left denver of course which is an amazing city to come to st louis and and write about baseball for the post-dispatch and then write this book which is 50 essays about uh fun fascinating topics involving baseball and family and i couldn't be more proud of it i really worked hard. so
0: awesome thank you well it's a lot of work writing a book it's not like oh hmm, wrote a book it's
1: it's work yeah no believe me um and my wife, Angela, can attest to this. There were uh, a few a few months there where I sleep was optional,
0: got, yeah, got. Ya. yeah. So is there a favorite essay or I mean, it's kind of oh, hard. Yeah. I know, but just nope. tell us about some of the things we could read about,
1: yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like uh, some people might see like, oh, it's a sports book. I don't even like sports, or whatever, but like it's 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 sports is weaved throughout it. The St. Louis Cardinals is weaved throughout it. But it's just as much a book about community. And family, and personalities, and Aww. I feel like like anybody who just likes fun stories and learning new stories can enjoy this book. And man, I mean, I, I, I share tales, some silly tales, funny tales from from my life. Um, in in addition to interviewing numerous Cardinals players and and managers and then even St. Louis celebrities. And that was the most fun for me, as you can imagine, in the book was talking to, uh, you know, Ellie Kemper, Jenna Fisher, oh, John cool. Hamm, the Sklar brothers, the comedians, Christopher Jackson. I don't know if you know that name. He was the original George Washington in Hamilton. Really? And, uh, which, and I was fortunate to see him on Broadway, and he's from Cairo, Illinois. Grew up an Ozzy Smith fan.
0: I'll be darn. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it was a really, really cool process getting to interview these people and, and share their stories, as well as my own and uh, that of St. Louis.
0: How cool! So you had to talk to some really cool people.
1: I know, right?
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. how fun! Talk to Pam from
1: the office. I felt like Jim. <laughs> I felt like Michael Scott. What am I saying? Of course. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, yeah. let's tell the truth. No, yeah, yeah. so so um, was there anything you learned from you know because we're all like woo celebrities? Mm-hmm. Was there anything you learned from these celebrities that you just thought was I don't know touching, sure. funny, something?
1: Well, I mean, the, it, it reminds you. I mean, I mean, we we see John Hamm on television winning an Emmy Award. We we see Jenna Fisher. She's all over the place these days, books, movies, the whole thing. But like, they're uh, celebrities. They're just like us. I mean, they really are relatable. And what was so cool to answer your question is like talking to... Jenna Fisher about growing up in St. Louis and she used to write poems about the Cardinals and she, she, she would recite them uh, that her dad had her recited on KMOX X radio, you know, during the playoffs in the 1980s and, and just like this regularness. Cause we're all, we all start as just like regular folks. And right. then we all go our different ways in life and they were happy. They happen to become celebrities. And then John Hamm, I mean his passion for our town of St. Louis Is is remarkable. He told the story about during the 2011 World Series, he's on the set of Mad Men filming a scene and they cut the scene and in his Don Draper 1960-whatever outfit, he sprinted to the To the booth, to the uh, wherever you know his dressing room to watch an ending of the World Series. Oh,
0: cool! And the guy that
1: played Stan Rizzo was a huge Texas Rangers fan, so they're rivals, (laughs) and they're they're all so basically like they're they're doing a big scene of Mad Men, and then like imagine like this image of like our favorite characters from Mad Men warped into 2011, (laughs) screaming at a television. Got to catch
0: the game. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love it. I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool experience. Uh, Part of the book. It's it was really really cool.
0: And did you talk? To any St. Louis Cardinals?
1: Oh, I mean, like I mean, that was <laughs> so many of them, and and like for me, Willie McGee is 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 the one that that stands out if only because... Let it go.
0: Oh, you're getting a call. <laughs> I'm getting a call. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Facebook Live people. Yeah, I didn't yeah. put that on. site. I wonder if
1: it's someone <laughs> that's watching that wants to call. The, they're like, and say like, can I like, call
0: in and ask a question? Like,
1: why do you have this guy on? He's, he's, <laughs> he's not very funny and his nose is big and it's blocking the screen. So not true. You're yeah.
0: hilarious and fun. Alright, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. William, William McGee. McGee.
1: I mean, so there's a whole chapter on William McGee. He's, he's not in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he's beloved... As if he's a Hall of Famer here in St. Louis. Really,
0: he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's huh. not. In the, but, okay. and,
1: but he's beloved, and I was like, "Why is that?" I mean, he was clearly a great player, but right. so I wrote a whole chapter about that. I talked to him, and and the theme of it was just how humble he is, Aww. and he was a great player, and but he's just so humble and so likable and relatable, and I feel like generations in our town love this guy Willie McGee, number fifty one, and he's just a special part. So like for 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 however. Many Ozzy Smith, Lou Brock, Bob Gibson, Stan Musial. are are. Right? There's guys that were, you know, not as good but good, like Willie McGee, who are revered because of their personality traits.
0: Right, exactly, which is so cool. Oh, how yeah. sweet. That's yeah. so, that's such a sweet story. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, my that.
1: God, of course. I mean, he told a story about how, or a, a teammate of his told a story about how William McGee in his final season uh, hit a um, ground ball, but his, his his knee was bothering him, and he always sprinted. He always would run out every play, but his knee was bothering him, and ah, he just didn't run it out, and sure enough, the shortstop bobbled the ball, and if he had been running hard... He might have been safe at first uh-huh he out he goes back to the clubhouse and he just like breaks down uh-huh. and has like a very very emotional moment and this guy's like hey man you're willie mcgee like you had a great career what are you mad about he's like embarrassed that fans saw him not run out the ball gotcha and, and uh what a human moment
0: right yeah. yeah well human bodies do not always keep up with what we want them to do right?
1: right
0: well we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back with benjamin Hoffman. We are back with Benjamin Hockman. We're talking about your book. Well, so what you have? Okay, the book is awesome. Thank but you. But there's lots more to you. Sure. So what? What other things should we know about you?
1: Oh my gosh, um, I'm five foot six, but I've <laughs> told people before I'm five foot seven. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, a sh- short Jew <laughs> from St. Louis who grew up wishing he was better at sports, and I. Um, I love riding. I love my wife. I love riding. I love baseball. I love cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> All right, I lo- wait,
0: cheeseburgers. Oh
1: my god, where? I love cheeseburgers.
0: Where is the best cheeseburger in St. Louis?
1: Well, okay, let's talk about this. This comes with a caveat because there, this location is in other cities as well.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: But they opened a Shake Shack here a couple months ago, and yeah. honestly, it's it's as it's like. Luckily, I have Angela, but if I didn't have Angela, I would find the most comfort and nourishment in my life from a Shake Shack cheeseburger.
0: I want to go... Okay, I have not been.
1: Oh, my God. I have not
0: been, but I think that that's where we're going to do Mother's Day.
1: Oh, make it happen. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have a a concrete mish that's made out of uh, gooey butter cake.
0: No, which I love. Yeah. Okay, you love gooey butter cake. Yes. Don't you think... There's people... That have did not grow up here, right. and they come here and they tell me they think gooey butter cake is so disgusting, and, and I think an, something's wrong with them. Yeah, right? it's an
1: inac- I mean, the only reason <laughs> it's
0: inaccurate. The only reason that.
1: it's considered disgusting is it's possibly too sugary, and which is which is like an argument. Like, oh, it's too sugary. Like, really? Yeah, but, it's
0: not right. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, a
1: wise <laughs> man. I can't remember if it was. It might have been Confucius. Or maybe the country singer Tracy Bird. One of them <laughs> one said, of One of them said, too much of a good thing is a good thing. Yeah. So that's I'm, what we're dealing I with. I love gooey butter, butter cake. cake
0: so much. I yeah. think it's one of the best things ever.
1: Well, Mish, have you been to Clementine's Ice Cream?
0: No. There's a
1: Clementine's Ice Cream. There's one in Clayton-on-Demont. And there's another location in St. Louis. And Angela and I go there, and they have gooey butter cake ice cream. What? Yes. I
0: have... To- to get out more yeah. I have to hang out with you guys
1: apparently apparently you know where to go yeah well I know where to get fat <laughs> 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 where, where I know no yeah.
0: no you just bless it beforehand yeah, and that fine. takes care of it it's yeah, good yeah, yeah. yeah awesome alright so you have these four things that you love sure alright yeah. so let's talk more about those four great things
1: let's do it let's do it we've got We've got writing, Anna, Angela, writing is my job. not in
0: that order Angela writing
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, cheeseburgers and baseball.
0: <laughs> that sums it up right there. Did I say there. my and family? And that will be the end. Uh, no.
1: well, uh, family, probably throw family, them Family,
0: yeah, yeah. you know. They're
1: good. <laughs> Hi no, family. I love my family. I love my family. Of
0: course you do. Yeah. I met your mom, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: My family. She's awesome. Oh, my God. Well, it, this is funny. So I have a good group of friends in Denver where I used to be a writer, and guys and girls. And, you know, over the years, you, you get pretty close with your friends, and they meet family when they come into town. And uh, it's this is on a equivocal i mean this is not up for debate uh if you ask lindsey jones joan neeson graham watson uh you ask them they say in the hockman power rankings of coolness i come in fourth last really? of my four yeah <laughs> my mom my mom's first uh my dad Jer, and my sister emily are tied for second. This is according to the power rankings okay and then i'm Fourth, you're, I'm just, last. you're yeah. fourth. Yeah,
0: but your mom is really cool. That's what mean, saying, she's first. So, what is it like growing up with a cool mom? Because everybody wants a cool mom, right? Now
1: she, now she wasn't like Leslie, let's say like, Leslie Nope, uh, Amy kind of, Poehler in the movie okay. Mean Girls. Okay.
0: She, she wasn't like that thing.
1: kind of cool mom. <laughs> she was just like, she, I mean, she's just she seizes the day, and I mean, she's so compassionate, and she does a lot of charity work, and. A lot of stuff she doesn't talk about very much. That, that she's humble. She's very humble. She's a Willie McGee esque. Yes. And um, but she just has this zest. And I, I kind of grew into my my persona, I guess, like after high school, into college, into my twenties, um, more than like like a lot of people. Like oh, like freshman year, you is like who you're gonna be for like some people. Like that's right. Just, but for me, it, it's kind of been a a process and. And in a good way, I've become more like my mom. She's very gregarious. Uh, she likes to be life of the party, but like not in like an obnoxious way, in a more like a welcoming right, way. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah, she
1: has amazing qualities, and she and my dad just moved back to town. I will note that they did not move back to town when I did, in 2015. <laughs> so wasn't <But> you? <laughs> when I married Angela, suddenly it's like, oh, we'd love to
0: move sure, back. back to Louis. Louis. We are. Awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I love St. Louis, too, though. God. There's something about, I mean, I don't know. I think that we're a humble little town. Sure. But we're a big town at the same time. So we have that sort of little town feeling, mm-hmm. but we're also a big town. But I have to say, you think you know everybody in town? Sure. And, like, This past week, I've gone to two events where I walked and I knew no one. And it felt so weird to me because I'm used to walking into events and knowing a bunch of people. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, there's a whole bunch of people here I don't know. How do I not know all these St. Louis people? Did you meet them? I went and shook some hands and met some more people. And I was like, I got more people in my circle now. But it's isn't it interesting? I mean, it just goes to show you probably travel around in the same group the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. No, I mean, I mean, if you're talking about like the small townness or the, yes, the um, yes. small world situations, I mean, I mean, everywhere you go, you, you meet someone, and he or she could seem like the the most stranger of strangers, and you don't even need to go onto Facebook to figure out the connections. You you start talking, and within two minutes, right. you're like, oh my God, your uncle was my. High school guidance counselor. <laughs>
0: that is so true. That oh my happens God. a lot. I
1: dated your mom. You know, whatever whatever it is with the person, yeah.
0: So, but what was it like in Denver? Did you like it there? I mean, it's it's a beautiful town. It's yeah. an awesome town.
1: I mean, in a way, it's, it's, it's St. Louis West. There are so many <laughs> 22 to 26-year-old St. Louis kids that move out there after college. Right. Um, I love Denver. It was like living in a postcard. Um, yes. you, know, you walk outside. Everywhere you look, it's just gorgeous. It's welcoming, uh, the air, the whole thing. Um, but it wasn't home. It was right. somebody else's home. You know, my buddy Alan, he's from there. It's Alan's home, but it's not my home and and my home came calling and here I am on your podcast.
0: The thing that struck me, I, I was in Denver for TEDx Mile High. We went yeah. to check out how they did their TEDx there and the thing that struck me about the people of Denver, I thought, they all look really healthy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, there's no they question. all look like, I ate some organic breakfast and then I went on a hike
1: so I moved back to St. Louis, and ironically, that's when I started getting into shape. I was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to shape up." When I lived in Denver, I looked probably five to six months pregnant, and <laughs> but compared to everyone else there, I was, I was like a planet. I was, I was like, "Oh, is that Neptune orbiting over there?" Oh no, that's Benjamin from the Denver Post. <laughs> <laughs> everybody is in shape there. It's remarkable, they, they like really you said, are. Everybody does something there. They hike, they snowshoe, they snowboard, they well, everything's ski, available Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, they play for the Denver Broncos. They're always <laughs> people in Denver are doing something athletic all the time, and I did nothing.
0: Yeah, well, when we were there, and I was I was there with Steve Summers, who's my co-founder, okay. and we had gone to a VIP party the night before with all the TEDx people, and mm. and then one gal was like, "Hey, do you guys run? You know, because we're gonna all meet tomorrow." And I'm like, "Steve, go." I'm that one. I'm not a runner. Yeah. I'm also not very outdoorsy, so mm-hmm. I would not work very well in a place like Denver. Yeah. But I was like, "Please have fun. I'm sleeping in yeah. tomorrow." <laughs> you and I are indoorsy. And I'm that's indoorsy. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. I like climate controlled areas. Yes. So. <laughs> well, said.
1: well said. So
0: you're not an outdoorsy type?
1: I mean, I, I mean, if I'm outdoors, I'm going to be like, wow, this is beautiful. But like, I don't like, uh, well, my point is like, I was normally out of shape. So it's like, I'm, I remember like, my buddy Paul Snyder like, let's go on a hike. I'm like, all right, we'll go on a hike. We went on the hike and like 18 seconds into it, I'm like, I need a break. Wait. I need a break. <laughs> and so, like, sure, I can enjoy the out Outside, but the the physical activity of it was was not not so great for me. Um, but now I'm in pretty good shape. So maybe a hike is good. But uh, hikes I, hike are all, long. I hike all. I hike all around. I don't think Clayton. I have
0: patience for hike. Like I don't think mm-hmm. that I could just like go hike for hours. Like to me that I would be like, an hour into and go. This is this is good. If someone said take anymore. a hike,
1: you'd be like, I prefer not. I just
0: don't want to. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather stay inside. Yeah. And although I'm in good shape, it's just yeah. I don't do the outdoor.
1: That's fair. Things. That's fair. That's why you and I <laughs> fit in St. Louis.
0: There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be back with Benjamin Hockman. Okay, we're back with Benjamin Hockman, and it is question time. All right. I feel the need to ask this because you're a St. Louisan. So St. Louis. Where'd you go to high school? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the most St. Louis question ever. I went to Clayton High School, class of 1998.
0: Really? Yes. All right. Clayton High School, so shout out. To the What's the their team? To the the Greyhounds. Greyhounds. All right. Awesome son. I love it. All right. Mr. Sports Guy. Do you have a piece of sports memorabilia that you could never part with, that you just love so much, that you just think it's awesome?
1: That's a great question because my home is... is Kind of like a a small museum of of St. Louis. Really, do you have, like a man
0: cave, or is Angela well, uh, like, oh, you can just put it wherever? Do
1: I, it was funny. We went to we went to Bar La Fere a couple months ago with this like fancy couple, and it was me and Angela. <laughs> fancy and, and they were and they were talking about their their home and their decor, and they looked at at us with a straight face and said, well, "How would you describe the decor of your home?" And I wanted to be like. <laughs> Cardinals crap and Bush beer signs and like that's that's Angela's my wife's amazing because she's into it too or at least enough that she's cool with having it around the house so back to your question I have a lot of really really neat things Um, but I suppose I have a pair of uh, actual seats from old Bush Stadium oh
0: really yeah oh
1: cool and I know a lot of people in St. Louis have that too, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's
0: a cool thing. Yeah,
1: people ask me. You know, my 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 little line is like, "Where would you grow up?" I say, or "Where was your childhood home, if you will?" You know, I say, "Section two forty four, row five, <laughs> seat one at Old Bush Stadium." You know, that's where our, our tickets were, and that's Did where my dad and I would seats? go. No, those exact no, 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 seats? Oh my God, that Could would just imagine? be like a ma- like yeah. a
0: magical thing. But still, that's really cool. Yeah. So you like that was growing up. You guys did baseball. That yeah. was all the time all oh, the yeah. games. I mean, I mean, it's a lot of games.
1: I mean, you go down. I mean, we didn't go to every game, but right. we, we paid attention, but when we went down I mean, downtown, I mean, there's something special. It's it's like it's like going on a vacation kind of. I mean, you walk in and Ernie Hayes is playing the uh playing the organ. <laughs> and uh and and then he and then he'll go into Here comes the king. <laughs> Do, 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 do. and we got so <laughs> I Ernie, love the sound effects you're awesome <laughs> Ernie Hayes uh, he was a longtime organist he passed away Dwayne Hilton took over for him we got married Dwayne Hilton came to our wedding and played Here Comes the King as I uh, walked down the aisle really cool. yeah.
0: oh my god that's so fun yeah I love that yeah, they
1: had a backup at the Cardinal game that night backup organist because <laughs> Dwayne had a bigger bigger show to That's right. At. it is
0: a bigger show our wedding yeah. oh my gosh that's so cool alright is there a defining St. Louis sports moment for you? Like just a, like oh my gosh, there might be a few. Yeah, you can, no, you, can, you can, you can, you can definitely go to a few. I mean, yeah, definitely. yeah, talk I mean, it I, up.
1: And again, like I, 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 think if the sports fans listening would think this is almost a cliched answer, but but the David Freeze game, Game Six, two thousand eleven. I mean, it was something that that. Script writers, if they had written it and turned it in, they the the their bosses would be like, well, this is too preposterous. This is too out, outrageous. There's no way this could actually happen in a major league game. So so being, and I was there, I was in the last row of the bleachers uh, with a buddy, you know, I mean, I mean what, what a special moment. And I think everybody in this town, or the majority of the people in this town were touched by that night right, in one right. way or another, Aww. whether you love the Cardinals, like the Cardinals, or just like St. Louis and enjoy having fun with family and friends. There you go. Mm-hmm. And any other ones that come to mind? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I mean, the Rams, I mean, they're gone now, but when they won the Super Bowl, that was a pretty cool thing. <laughs>
0: that was so fun though. You I mean, that was really a fun time to oh, be no here question. in St. Louis. It was so enjoyable. And we we, we kind of like were the underdog kind sure. of team and mm-hmm. you know, which is always a fun story when, you know, the it's just like this right mix comes together, right?
1: right? And the way that they won the Super Bowl that play, we're talking about Hollywood or a script or whatever. Now this was the perfect way to end the game. Last play of the game, the other team needs a touchdown. The guy catches the pass, but Mike Jones of St. Louis tackles him just before the end zone. So like he, the the quarterback in in essence did what he needed to do. Complete like he accomplished the goal, right? Of completing the pass, but the guy did not get into the end zone because of St. Louis's Mike Jones. Uh, Who made the tackle and that's how the Rams won and there was that moment where it's like he's made the tackle and we're all waiting and like Like wait breathing. Yeah, like the whole city stopped breathing. It's like I think the game is over. The game is over. (laughs) It's it. They won. It's final. It was. I I
0: remember, like, my whole feeling was jumping up and down like crazy. That's so
1: cool. So I mean, and then that's what's you know, some people listening might be like, I'm not big into sports or whatever. But the one special thing about sports is that it's not just games and and uh, you know Neanderthals out there hitting their heads against each other. Um, What it is is it's entertainment and it's also drama. Right. it's, it's, It's 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 special because you can watch a game and you're you're part of it. And you feel it. I mean, I was just telling a, a dumb, well, not dumb story, but I was telling a story about the Rams winning the Super Bowl from 18 years ago, and I, I got Gosh, chill 18 bumps. Eighteen years ago, I know, and I, or maybe that 19, that maybe 19. Dang. I, I was the 1999 season, if I recall correctly. So, I, I, you know, I got chill bumps telling that story. Like, I mean by the way is it chill bumps or is it, is it goosebumps? bumps
0: I, I liked chill bumps okay I, I think that that you should coin that phrase that could be your next book chill, chill bumps chill with bumps ben well yeah because kids you could talk about the chilling moments of you know chilling those times the yeah. awesome the awesome stories it'd about, be a
1: rival I'd write like a rival kids oh, book goosebumps, to goose right yeah, yeah it'd be a oh, rival you would
0: have to do scary sports stories and like the sport like it could be like the football zombie oh that'd be fun <laughs> Why not? Count me in. I say go for it. This could be a whole other career for you.
1: As long as there's vampires as well and maybe some wizards. You need vampires? I'm saying. I'm just trying to reach out to all demographics. I like that. uh, Let's just like, let's
0: bring them all into one place. I like it. So what's next for you?
1: Oh my gosh. Wait, is that on the, that's on the sheet? Did you just make that up? No,
0: this is, we did three questions. we did the questions. So now I'm just talking.
1: Okay. I was like, wow, she's going off script, literally. Um, (laughs) What's next for me? Um, well, I mean, I just wrote this book, so I want to try to get as many people to read it. Yep. Um, so I'm just spreading the word. Uh, obviously, being on your podcast is a, is a really cool experience Thank for Thank you that. for
0: being here. So fun.
1: Yeah. And then just jumping into the summer with my wife. I mean, last summer we got married, so it was such a, like in a good way, but like a, like a roller coaster ride. Right. That's a I lot mean, of work. Yeah. This summer, I mean, a lot of experiences around St. Louis, new restaurants and, and, and things like that, that that we'd love to do, we'll have time to do.
0: Have you been to Visia? I had them on.
1: Some fancy stuff. That's yeah, some yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting food. Delicious. I mean, I like the whole way that they... I like how they have it all put together as far as like they've got all these different local farmers that sure. they're working with. And... Interesting ways of putting food together and putting the plants forward. That's yeah. the whole idea behind it. So it's not vegetarian necessarily, but plant forward.
1: Right, right, right. And you can go there and you can the, the helpings, if you will, are not enormous. So you can try different things. Yes, uh, Angela and exactly. I have gone there a few times and really, really enjoy it. And it's a good social scene. And you know, talk about being in St. Louis, seeing people. I mean, my goodness, right. yeah. What a place to be and be seen, Dishu.
0: Well, and it's right there next to Cortex yeah. and all of that. So well cool. Yeah. Well, I love and adore your wife and I love and adore you. Well, thank you. And I you. so appreciate you being on here today and I can't wait to see what happens with the book. I mean, Thanks. come on. This is like the perfect book for St. Louis, right? I hope
1: people enjoy it. I, I I poured my heart into it and I think anybody who likes sports, family, or St. Louis will enjoy the book.
0: Well, if even the teeniest little bit of passion that you have about sports is in that book it'll be awesome (laughs) I I appreciate it your eyes get all sparkly when you talk about (laughs) things no you were talking I was was just like I see so much passion here so thank you for sharing that with us
1: thank you so much for having me
0: awesome sir All right. so thank you Benjamin have a good rest of your day everybody else out there uh, please go to iTunes and subscribe to Mishmash we love you have awesome days bye